gather round, for it is time for adventure, for intrigue, for epic attacks and critical failures, for lewd encounters and for scandalous results, for dice rolls that would make a grown man cry and improv that would make a dungeon master weep. It is time to go on a journey about what it means to be a hero. So sharpen your blades and notch your arrows, because it's time for Hero Squad! So, uh, y'all, last time we uh, found ourselves with Atlas, Rager, Brittany, and Marakai hurtling themselves towards the mountain peak where uh, presumably the doorway to Celestia awaits them. Um, they had to cross through this massive swirling maelstrom fog in order to get to the peak, and uh, we found ourselves, you know, right at the end of last session, you heard the shriek of a... Uh, loud creature, you saw the shadows of wings above you, and you arrived at this um, mountaintop we see before us. So what you saw in front of you on your way in was um, four pillars of stone in um, kind of arranged in the center of an uh, open uh, flat space on top. There is also a sort of statue, uh, a sort of tall, like giant statue-like um, thing there where it's uh, it's shaped like a humanoid with a hammer um, and it's kind of like swinging a little bit like towards the pillars um, and the only other stuff you can really see around you because of the fog it's very hard to see really beyond the immediate area but um, just around those pillars the uh, fog is pretty clear it seems like that area right there is sort of like an eye in the storm almost that kind of um, spreads out and um, Beyond that, there's kind of edges of the peak that sort of crag above you a little bit on, on the side. So there's just like that little bit of kind of a foreboding um, roof um, and kind of cavernous feel just to the edges uh, of that peak. But otherwise, you're kind of open to the air. But above you is, of course, more uh, fog kind of swirling in and out. OK, so. Uh, you you heard this loud shrieking sound. You saw these shadows fly overhead and kind of in the, the distance. And a voice rings out to you. I'm hearing myself just real quick. I'm hearing myself in someone else's mic. Is anyone else hearing that? No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I'm, I'm going to mute just in case. Uh, yeah, I'm Talk. getting echo. Um, do, 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 do. I still hear me. Oh, it's Ennis. It's me? Yeah. How do I... So, Anna, if you could just turn down everyone else's chat volume in your own head, that's going to be the second slider from the left. Okay. I will keep talking. I will keep talking. Okay, that, that sounds fine. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. All right, cool. Okay, thank um, you. Yeah, it was just distracting me. Every time I heard myself, it Oh, yeah, me. no, I'm the same <laughs> way. I'm sorry. Uh, so, okay. So, um, once again, you see the shadow, and it kind of whips around above you, and then you hear that screech uh of it's it's loud it is otherworldly it's bone chilling and along with it you hear a voice hear my voice and fear me children of eberron 
For I am Eros, the herald of Rashak, son of Kaiba, and true lord of Hakatovak, and I come bearing wondrous news. Ooh. The corpse of Everon decays as you rest upon it. And as he's saying this, you know, you see, like, it's flying around you, and the the uh, fog is kind of getting whipped. And every with every word, every now and then, you'll see kind of, like, a tail whip into view just outside, but you can't quite see what it is. Maybe you see some eyes kind of hovering. The corpse of Eberron decays as you rest upon it, fighting against the tide of the universe. The prophecy has been fulfilled. He shall rise, and your world shall be consumed. Darkness falls over your land as the Underdark churns your earth to mush while you beg to see the light of day again. Have you come to pledge your loyalty to the one who rules in darkness? Do you come to bend the knee in hopes of mercy? If not, then I assure you that your arrival shall hasten your ascent to whatever plane you worship. And with that, you kind of hear this the kind of like the sound of him getting closer and further away and closer and further away, like he's circling around you. And you feel like kind of the, the heaviness of the fog kind of weighing down. Nay, um, I sense among you the spark of justice. The world that is yet to come has no place for your kind. Flee or perish. The choice is yours. And with that, a bolt of acidy uh, uh, breath spews outward from the fog and um, hits one of the pillars in the middle and sort of starts to corrode a little bit of the stone away. Uh, essentially, a warning shot. Ooh. Um, I'm sorry, can proceed? we back... Can we back up? What? Who are you? Arrows? Something? Can you? Do you have a you... nickname? I mean, it was like a very long. It was a thing. very long title. <laughs> I just, I, I'm sorry, I couldn't quite understand right. it. You were very oh, so gravelly. Are, are you the dark one that we're yeah. supposed to be kneeling so, right, to? So the two of you speaking right now, <laughs> both uh, are going to need to roll a dex roll. <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying to get some information. Also, can I, like I just start to copy and paste it to me? <laughs> can yeah, I just I'll start to yeah. step out of range of these two? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go sort ahead of sidestep uh, in my way go ahead and move yourself around. If what you about yeah. a, how does a nine? Want to move sound? about ten feet? Oh, a nine sounds not enough. Um, nine sounds uh, great. It's going to be eleven total for me. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Brittany, uh, yeah. As you're kind of like essentially mocking this thing, um, its giant tail comes out and slams into you um, and launching you 10 feet towards the center of the um, uh, arena here. And um, you are going to take some damage. Yowza. Let's see. That is going to be... All right, it's eleven damage. Ooh, okay, that's that's okay. That's yeah. fine. Uh, that's fine. Atlas, that's worth it. Yeah, was uh, it? <laughs> you uh, are at the receiving end of finally seeing the head of this thing, and it uh, lurches out from the um, the fog right next to you, 
grabs onto your shield and starts tearing at it and pulls it from your hands, throwing it oh. to the ground next to you. Whoa. No. Uh, so, now that you've sort of seen this guy, here is what he looks like. I'm going to do a little bit of that Whoa. action. Whoa. Ooh. He's he big. Yeah. He's badass. Oh, he's so pretty. So Don't compliment the enemies, okay? Why? But he's so slick. Look at him. So he, dis- he disappears again into the fog. <laughs> Choose your next words wisely. My mercy has limits. Uh, and I mean... with that, you hear a skittering sound. Whoa. Is it Felicia? I was gonna say, I was gonna ask. <laughs> Super Felicia to it's the not, rescue. It's not Felicia. And what you see is sort of just beyond the fog. You can just barely make out these little kind of, uh, not little, humanoid sized, uh, half spider, half human esque creatures. No, Driders? this isn't okay. Driders, and what? you you can't quite see them, right? They're just skittering in and out because you know they don't love the light. But there's not a lot of light here, and the fog uh, is creeping further in. What do you do? I want to throw up. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Uh, it's a good response. So y'all like um I mean we didn't come here for a fight, right? Like we we just came to go through a portal. You so... knew you were gonna fight. Uh, Did... I, I didn't know what we were I... expecting. I mean, I didn't think it would be a cakewalk. This is where all our enemies are, apparently, so um I mean I didn't think we were gonna be fighting dragons and gross spider people right away. That's a bit of a shock. Like, I was gearing up for a fight, like, once we got to the place, not, like, at the top of the mountain. Um, you know what? You got to play the hand you're dealt. That's what uh, I've been taught. And uh, how are we going to play this hand, guys? It's pretty bad. Well, um, all we have to do is bend the knee, is what he said. Yeah, I uh, mean, But what does that mean? I mean, we can... Sounds wait, like he wait, wants to just destroy Eberron, like, totally. You know, like, no more Eberron. So, like, if you're cool, either never going back there or going back to a destroyed hellscape, then we could totally bend the knee. Mm, I Mar- mean, Marika is there as well. And you know, she's, she's like, I mean, we have to go. We have to finish this. Like, I don't know how we're going to get this door open, but we need to do it. <laughs> we need to figure it out fast. Yeah. Uh, so uh, describe, describe, sorry, describe the door yeah. for me one more time. Um, you don't really see it? a door. You just okay. see the, the four pillars and the statue, um, and that's about it. I approach the statue. Okay. I'd like to just, like, uh, perceive, is there anything okay. written on the statue? Anything, anything like no. that? No. No, there's nothing written on the statue, actually. So, yeah, again, circling around. Every now and then, you hear some some uh, skittering on the edges. Um, yeah, I, I would also like to move into the center, um, okay. the most lit area. If possible. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's lit. It's lit. Uh, <laughs> okay. I also. Um, can I uh, perceive the uh, the pillars and see if this yeah. is like a fifth element situation? And if I <laughs> yeah. need to have some. Uh... Roll for fifth element? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What is love? So. <laughs> so. Uh, it's the fifth Atlas, element. 
Come on. You're examining the uh, statue. Yes. Um, it doesn't seem to have any kind of markings on it or anything like that. It actually doesn't appear that statuesque. It's actually, it seems oh. more kind of like um, uh, uh, stone kind of stuck together uh, kind of haphazardly, like almost, I guess, like thrown on top of something, you know, like, um, oh, you know, it's, it's like, like, a golem, it, like there's you know? something underneath it that's stacked in stones. Maybe. Um, I mean, that, that and the pillars look kind of the same. They're not quite, uh, I'm, I'm hearing myself again. I'm sorry. Um, they're not quite like built. They look a little almost naturally occurring. Hmm. Oh. So, but there's there's like, no markings or anything that I can see on the pillars. Nothing you can see on the pillars. Nothing no. that indicates that they are unique. Each of them. No. Only only um, they are like perfectly spaced from one another. Like it's clear uh, that they are arranged in a fashion. Okay. Um, yeah. the pillar that the dragon already destroyed. Which pillar is that? Um, the one closest to Brittany. And is it destroyed, destroyed, or is it just in no? It's it's sort of um, kind of uh, 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 corroding a little bit. Um, and as you look at it, you actually do see. Yeah, it seems like there's maybe a little something inside. Like was, maybe it's hollow. I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, does uh, does it seem to be revealing anything inside that pillar, or does it just look like a regular pillar as it gets destroyed? Yeah, you can't quite see necessarily inside of it, but it does look maybe hollow, or like there's you know something going on there. Can yeah. I see if I can begin to? take out some stones from this pillar can i like work okay. my way to the middle of it perhaps can i reveal the, anything on the, the inside corroded? yeah yeah you can, you, can, acid. you can you can start trying to do that um i feel like that would be like a like strength because you're just uh, trying to kind of like bust into it you know not not my greatest but 11 okay i mean yeah you're you're able to kind of like get you're like a, like some purchase on a little bit of it and kind of start pulling it away. Um, it takes a lot of effort. Like, it's not going to be something you're going to easily be able to do. And while y'all are doing this, uh, Iris is getting a little annoyed by you. Uh, okay. Humans, I am losing my patience. And another blast of corrosive uh, um, acid comes flying your way. Um, and... Uh, yeah, we're going to say Atlas, mm. make another deck save. Okay. Wait, he's flying around the dragon? The dragon's flying around? Yeah, yeah. he keeps right. on just like circling. Okay. Like ten, to ten total for me. Ten total? Okay, mm -hmm. so yeah, you, uh, you roll as best you can to avoid that acid spray. Um, you kind of move in this direction. Okay. But it doesn't fully miss you. It hits uh, a good portion of like your uh, your armor on your uh, arm, um, so you are gonna take a little bit of damage. Okay, uh... yeah, you're gonna take nine damage. Okay, it's not that little. Um, okay. So the acid also hits all over the floor, um, hits a little bit onto the uh, couple of the pillars, kind of disintegrating a little more of, of a few of them, revealing a little more of the interior. Um, they do seem almost just entirely hollow, um, save for like a faint glow. Um, and some of it also hits the statue. Uh, and the um, where it hits, it kind of lands on like, the the arm area of it 
And so it kind of peels away a little bit of the stone. And beneath it, you see sort of like bluish, whitish, like a kind of very pale blue um, uh, uh, skin, essentially. It looks like some kind of hide or skin or something. Um, uh, yeah. are, are there any holes big enough to look inside of the pillars? Yeah, at this point, you could probably pop your I head in one of them. I want to pop my head into the biggest hole and see okay. what's inside. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, probably the one over by Atlas. Um, you would head over there, and uh, you could peek in a little bit. Um, I'm trying to think. What exactly would you see? You... Okay, yeah, yeah. You When you look into it, it's like you don't... It's sort of like seeing a light out of the corner of your eyes. Like every time you look in, it's like you're not looking at something directly, but it feels like you're seeing it in your periphery. And every time hmm. you kind of like look, it's still like light in the periphery. Um, so it's like there's light there, but you can't quite catch it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering. Um, Marikai charges at the... Uh, edge here where the uh, dragon is and hurls her sword into the maelstrom um, you hear the dragon shriek a little bit uh, acid kind of spewing on the ground uh, around there and uh, Marakai pulls her sword back out and kind of runs back into the center so the glow, that we're se- the glow that we're seeing from the pillars is it emitting out of there at all or is it does the light seem to be contained within the pillars it's contained okay yeah okay. And it doesn't seem to spill out when you open them. Okay. Yeah. Um, Brittany would like to do something. Okay. What you got? Uh, so she leans over and just sort of yells at the boys in Marokai. I let me distract him. You figure out this weird stone puzzle, okay? And then she like zooms up in the air and flies and is like being an annoying bug in this dragon's face. <laughs> okay okay um, uh and i'd like to cast uh, uh when i have my next turn turn i like to cla- uh cast blindness and deafness on the z- z- dragon Ooh. okay give me one second Blindness and Casting, deafness. Yeah. Attempting to cast things on dragons usually ends well. I know. Yeah. I, was gonna say, I can only imagine what its uh, its proficiency bonuses are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's they're pretty good. Um. So do so that one is what's your um the DC on those? Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's a con saving throw. Got it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you fly, you fly up, and you're in, you know, the dragon's face, kind of bothering it, and you know, it's in its fog-like environment. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, already a little obscured. Um, so you go to cast uh, blind sight, or not blind sight, uh, cast blind on the dragon, and um, or blind and deafen. And when you do, you feel like a bit of a tinge like a headache uh and you hear of this voice in your head uh and he says oh you fool you think that you dabble in the mind i am a master of the mind and so 
he, in his frustration, uh, cast something on you. Hold on. There's so, I have so many tabs open. I sent, I I sent these guys earlier today, y'all, um, the number of tabs that I had open for all the different stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, it's so many that like, I just have it across all my screens and just, there's too much. There's too much. Um, but I can, I can wing it here if I can't find it too quickly. Uh, just a second. Like you have to remember the different keywords. Mm-hmm. There's, they're not just dragons. They have ages. Uh, all right. Anyway. Okay. So instead of me casting something all fun, he um, just lashes. He, he charges at you and grabs you with his uh, front claw. Um, so do, do, do. Let's roll that. Hmm. One second. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he uh, he grabs you. He um, kind of slashes you once and throws you back into the arena. Um, you, I mean, you you hit the ground, like, and, and kind of slide into one of the pillars. Um, mm-hmm. That hurt, um, and it did another twelve damage. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Can I try just attacking the weakest pillar? Sure, sure. Um, I'm sorry, pull up that screen now. There we go. Uh, yeah, so it would probably be the one next to you and uh, Atlas. Okay, so yeah, Mar- I, I just want to... Marikai runs over and kind of steps in front of Brittany and gets between Brittany and the uh, dragon. I just like to you. do uh, a basic uh, attack with my, yeah. uh, my rapier. Yeah, and so AC isn't going to really be a problem because you don't have to, like, aim for it. Cool. Um, just, yeah, you know, try and uh, roll for some damage, and we'll see if you can kind of okay. dig some stuff away or punch through it. So that is going to be 13. No, wait. Okay. 11. So now how are you hitting this with your rapier? Because rapier is a very pointy mm-hmm. thing. So um, I guess I'm trying to use my rapier, like, sort of as a pry bar, I guess, then. Like, trying okay. to, like... Stick it in as far as I can, and then maybe like use some leverage. Yeah, exactly. Okay. To see if I can't, uh, you know, Jenga tower this thing apart. Yeah. So, all right. So you you get it kind of in there, and you're flexing on it, and your blade's strong, so like it doesn't seem like it's gonna break or anything like that. But you're you're having trouble getting a lot of force onto it. Um, Atlas, you're right there. Would you want to maybe try and put some force on that with him? I uh, I'm gonna pick up my shield. Okay. And then I would like to shield bash. Yeah. Uh, okay. Some of these things. Okay. Or, so yeah, or you blunt thing. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead and do do the same deal. Roll some damage. Uh, okay. You and Rager are both doing that. Uh, what is the shield damage even going to be? Because I think I actually can do a shield bash. I just don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna treat it as 2d6 because that's what most of my other stuff is okay uh seven damage total okay uh so yeah you and rager both um are kind of bashing away at this pillar the dragon is circling around still 
Marikai standing in front of Brittany because Brittany's kind of just gotten thrown into the, the floor. Um, and yeah, you guys just keep on bashing at it and, you know, you knock the uh, pillar over. It kind of crumbles down and kind of hits, goes in all directions. And when you do that, you do briefly see a uh, burst of light that kind of like shoots mm. upward. And when Ooh. that does happen, um, the fog briefly kind of uh, pushes further out. Um, and it reveals the dragon for just a moment. And when it does, when the light kind of spreads out, the dragon screams and then kind of backs up further away. All right. Uh, So here's what I'm thinking. This fog, uh, it it can be dissipated by the light. And they've piled these pillars around whatever light is emanating from this because it keeps the area dark and it keeps it safe for them. If we were to destroy the pillars... More light would be revealed, pushing them farther out and clearing the fog. So let's destroy the pillars. Destroy the pillars. I, I pull up my, my war hammer this time and I start getting to work on the, uh, the other nearest pillar, the one that's opposite from Brittany. Okay. Um, yeah, okay, cool. So go ahead and keep rolling for that stuff. Brittany, are you going to... What are you going to get up to? Yeah, Brittany, like, does that classic anime pose when they, like, get thrown back, you know? Uh-huh. And they're, like, scooting <laughs> the... Yeah. She's, like, holding her arm, and she, like, gets up and is, like, you think that's all? I, <laughs> I could t- dance with you all day. And then she gets back up, and she, like, hides... She, like, flies in front of the pillar and is, like, still taunting the dragon. And her idea is, like, if, mm. she, if he can... If she can, like, annoy the dragon enough to, like, make an attack, she can hopefully duck out of the way. Gotcha. While she's flying. Marakai kind of turns to you and is kind of like, okay, I got it. And so Marakai, from where you are, also starts kind of, like, circling around the Mm -hmm. pillar and just throwing, you know, um, she can throw magic, essentially. So she's just kind of, like, hurling stuff at the the, uh, dragon every time it goes by. One of the times it goes around, it or a couple of times, it keeps shooting acid towards y'all, and they, you know, it's just hitting the ground here and there. Um, it's clearly uh, irritated and a little annoyed. Um, but yeah, a couple of splashes hit the pillar and start, like, chipping away at that one. Um, Atlas and Rager, y'all are continuing to bash away at these ones over here? Yes. We are, so... Okay. If you um, want to know Zach figures, I'm, yeah. I'm rolling like 13 damage. Okay. Rager, did you roll? Um, I, not as great, just an eight. Okay. I mean, you guys kind of swapped. Um, so yeah, yeah, you got, you, you're both, you're continuing to bash at this pillar and everything. This time you, you're able to uh, kind of get it to start tipping and it actually falls uh, towards the quote unquote statue, which now has kind of like lost a whole bunch more of its um, kind of stony bits. And, and we continue to see like hide underneath it? Yeah. And so what happens is you actually, you see like what is essentially a full arm. You start to see cloth and whatnot underneath. And it kind of, it comes away all the way up to where you can actually see a mouth. Ooh. And oh. as soon as that mouth is revealed, you hear, free me mortals and I will end this. Ooh, <gasps> wait. <Zool>. Oh. <laughs> um... <laughs> Are are you a good guy or a bad guy? Oh my god! <laughs> I am the protector of this doorway. I was assaulted by these monsters. I want vengeance. Um, oh. you, you don't want to destroy Eberron, do you? 
I am a guardian of Eberron. All right, Let that's all free. I need here. All right, we should spread this guy. Okay. Atlas, bash it, but not too hard. No. I, 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 I start, like, uh, pry, prying with the back of my Warhammer okay. rather than bashing. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, all of y'all heard that when that happened, and you start, uh, you're, like, chipping away at this. Um, and the dragon clearly sees this because now, oh, wrong button. Uh, the fog really starts to close in. It's getting way, way closer. It's getting so much darker around you. Everything is skittering a little closer. Can I prepare something? Um, Sure, yeah. The next time that I'm actually able to visually see the dragon, Mm -hmm. I'd like to cast daylight on it. You had that the entire time? Yeah, but I can only, I mean, like, I need to see it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Uh... So yeah, uh, you it's it's circling around again on this side. You guys are bashing away, and you you catch it out of the corner of your eye, and you cast daylight. So describe what happens um, in terms of the spell. So I mean, in terms of the spell, my thing about daylight is that it can actually attach itself to an object. So I'm actually wondering if the dragon itself is wearing anything. Um, uh, n- I mean, no, not that no. not that you would know, but also you know, it's a dragon in dragon form. It, Generally, they're not adorned. Okay. Then uh, just the point the point of air that's sort of like right above it, uh, I, I I choose that to, to cast daylight. Okay. And, um, How big does that yeah, make an area? A 60-foot radius um, of light spreads out from a point of my choice, um, and it lasts for one hour. Um, okay. So basically, we're going to say that happened. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So that whole area, yeah, like a huge uh, burst of the fog just like evaporates immediately. The dragon is in it. And when that happens, you do see it like it screams and like you do see like a little bit of burning happen on its shoulders and whatnot. And it like dives into the deepest part of the um, fog and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, kind of disappears a little bit. Um, cool. You continue to chip away at the uh, what is now clearly someone encased in stone. Um, and eventually once you get the arms free, it swings that hammer and smashes the last pillar, uh, that, uh, or as soon as it gets its arms free, it smashes itself free, then smashes the last pillar, which sends out a huge burst of light from the center of the fog, uh, dissipating all of the fog throughout the entire, um, peak, uh, as far as you can see, um, you now see standing before you this giant, literal giant, a cloud giant. Wow. Uh, giant. With pale blue skin. He big. Um, and he runs over to those driders <laughs> that are trying to skitter away, and he yeets them all. Just hammer, hammer, hammer right off the side of this mountain. I lean okay. over to Rhaegar. I like this guy. I was just thinking the same thing. He's <laughs> got some style. Uh, so the dragon seems to have disappeared the the driders are gone the area seems clear you all are feeling like good <laughs> yay thank thank you so much for your help i uh, what, what do we call you my name is Vrossog. it is my duty to protect this portal between realms and well i was beset upon by that usurpous dragon i did not expect the underdark to already start pouring in and well i should have prepared 
So what happened? They like uh, just uh, tied you up and piled rocks on top of you. What what happened here? No, I, I well, I was. Did they all fall asleep and wake up and you're in rocks, kind of a thing? <laughs> Been there. He, he, does, heard it he, a million does, times. he does actually let out like a big jovial laugh. Like, <laughs> I really like only, this guy. If only. No, I simply was taken advantage of by someone I trust, as is often the case. You know, well, angels are supposed to serve the lawful and the good, and yet, well, apparently things are changing around here. Oh, snap. Why have you come here, mortals? What is it that you seek? Do you seek passage? Do you seek guidance? Do you seek friendship? What is it? Oh. We, I mean, I won't say no to friendship, but uh, we're, yeah, I, we're looking... I take it like a little bit of all of it, honestly. Passage, friendship, guidance. If you can give us some guidance, some tips, you know, just uh... life tips, and also how we survive here in Celestia. It's first time here, just arrived. We're not there yet. We're not there. Yeah, you're not quite there. Not you're not is no, this no, we're on the top. Of, we're on the top of the mountain. Oh, yeah, you got to go to Celestia. I thought so you're, I you're th- about I to. Thought this was it. No, I'm basically the doorman. Oh, can you just let us into Celestia so we can be on our way? Indeed, I can. But first, I must know your purpose. Why do you seek Celestia? Well, there's been these group it's of a... folks that have been like destroying these like cheesema orb things that have been like screwing up Eberron and we're trying to stop them before we gotta they restore do that balance we're, like, we're trying to save Eberron yeah yeah ah yes the pearls they have been destroyed yes pearls I will let you through as uh, this is something that concerns all of us <clears throat> you may want to step back oh uh, he uh, he kind of shoes you away from the center of the uh, of the uh, circle there. Um, takes his hammer, which is like a two-handed hammer, uh, holds it so that the um, heavy end is pointed downward, mm. and then he starts to do um, a sort of like a low uh, note, like a tone, um, and it sounds sort of like have you ever heard like throat singing? Mm-hmm. Yes, that kind of like yes. that kind of thing. I love that singing. All right, so imagine that. In the key of D, all right? And as he does it, he uh, slams the top of the mountain four times. And with each uh, of those hits, you see one of the pillars of light kind of uh, shoot upwards and stay. So there's now like a literal, the pillar, exactly the shape that it was, is now that made out of light, just like hard light. so you have four pillars of hard light around you, and then light starts to uh, emanate into the center. And kind of like a, um, think about like a like like optical illusion type stuff, where like you're looking through a camera lens and you get those like flares and whatnot, like a lens mm-hmm. flare, um, like that, but in your eye. Like it's like you can't quite comprehend what you're looking at. Um, the uh, then before you appears. A doorway. Uh, it's oh. you know sort of like a simple uh, arched door, and it's got some stairs leading into it. But the thing that's really weird about it is that you know think about those like old holographic you know like things from back in the '90s and whatnot, like a holographic card where like it looks oh, kind of yeah. 3D on the card. The 3D, it, yeah. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. Like from every angle, 
it looks the same. Like you could Got walk around it. in a circle and it always looks like the door is facing you and the stairs are facing you. Creepy. Um, <clears throat> well, prepare yourselves for the journey into Lunia for it will be uh, different than normal. Are, will we okay. be able to return? As long as there is an Eberron to return to, yes. All right. Frosthawk, thank you so much for your help. Indeed, and good luck. I will stay here and hopefully guard this more properly next time. Oh, real, real quick, like, yes. what's on the other side of this door? Like, what should we be expecting? Is there, like, another dragon? Spider people? Uh, sir, well, on the, on the other going to s- welcome us, maybe? A town? When you, when you pass through into Lunia, you will be thrust into the Silver Sea, a massive ocean uh, of holy water. Uh near the shores of uh, Lunia. So I would suggest that you, um, well, you all can fly, right? Yes. I don't know about, yeah. I don't know about you. He points at you because, Rager, you got, got the boots. I got, uh, I got the boots. So, yeah. Uh, can can Marakai fly, technically? No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks for the warning, I guess. All right. Are you all going to go? Uh, yeah, yeah. Brittany okay. runs in. Wow. All right. So you all head through the door, and we're gonna move over to Christina. I'm here. All right. You're here. So, Christina and Ravo. Uh, last time we saw them, they uh, arrived at a little hut, kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, they're waiting uh, patiently, eagerly, somewhat terrified of uh, for Jazzy's transformation into a full-on werewolf. It's, it's coming. We know it's coming. It's happening tonight. It's not quite nighttime just yet. So it's um, early afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, the sun's still up. Um, you're in this hut. And you and Rava, you're just sort of like having tea, you know? You're just sort of like having a, having a meal and whatnot. Um. <clears throat> Well, you're not going to want to transform on an empty stomach. Let me tell you that. So let's be sure to get some food in you. I I know it's not the case, but this sort of feels like a last meal situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you'll you'll be fine. You'll be fine. It's it's a lot. I know. How are you holding up? I'm. I would be lying if I'm saying I, I wasn't nervous. And I'm not scared, but I mean, lots of people have gone through the process, so I guess I will just be a part of that. Are, do you have any questions? Like, are you worried about anything in particular? I am just worried about losing myself Yes. Um, in yeah, the your future. Bl- your blood will scream to you. It'll try to take over. That's... Is that something I can control later, or will it just once a month I just won't be able to control myself? It's it's a skill. You'll learn to be better able to control it, but you'll never have full control. I, I too, will succumb tonight, and I will give in to my urges. I could potentially fight it, but it comes at a cost. So it's more about learning to live with it than through it, and how to control it in well. the rage. I've lived with one curse. I guess I'll live with another one. <laughs> yeah. 
It does seem that our little group of adventurers has a whole lot of baggage, doesn't it? <laughs> Honestly, I wasn't expecting this to happen. You know? No. <laughs> no, I wasn't either. <laughs> um, I guess... Said the DM. Said, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that's how it was, too. Like, I wasn't <laughs> planning to make my character all... <laughs> All wolfed out. All wolfed out, all but here awesome, we are. you mean? <laughs> hey, look, it was an accident, all right? <laughs> it was my bad, honestly. Um, so, yeah, so you and Robo, you know, you just kind of, like, hang out and chat for a little while. Mm -hmm. um, Robo, uh, after, you know, a little while, you know, you guys kind of, like, talk a little bit about, like, what it's going to what it's gonna be like, what it's going to feel like. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, then, you know, you just sort of, like, sparks up conversation you know mm -hmm. um so i don't mean to pry but i was happy to see that you were able to have a reunion with marakai how uh how are you feeling about that and this with that i am super happy that she's okay honestly it's been such a relief ever since that that whatever that orb was like broke i thought mm. she was gone too and uh if it wasn't for that vial that we got, I I don't know. I, I'm just happy she's okay. Indeed. And uh, it was really nice to see her again. So, once once you transform, once this happens and once we get it under control, what do we do next? We go back and help. I can't leave. I can't leave Brittany alone. I know she's going to do something stupid. She's going to hurt herself. Should we head to Celestia then? Yes, I we have to. Like, right. I don't trust her alone. Mm. And I know that Marakai will look out for her and so will Atlas, but I don't I don't think they'll be able to control her if she ever uh came across the people that hurt us. So That's honest of you. I, mm -hmm. I mean have have you met her? She's filled with rage <laughs> all the time. She certainly has a vibrant personality. <laughs> <laughs> Robo, we don't talk much. <laughs> no, we don't. You know, I, I feel like I only show up every now and then when it's convenient. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm liking this a lot. <laughs> I, I am too. I am too. It's, it's nice to get to know you. Uh, can I ask, like, how did you become cursed? Like, we never talked about it. Oh, I, well, I, I think I, we, I mentioned it briefly before, maybe not in detail. I, I've been a mercenary for a long time, as you know, and, uh, I found myself here in Droam for, for a time. And I was a part of a group that was actually, I'm not proud of it. We were attacking the Lycans. It was. Were you part of that, that silver? That no, no, I, I was not a part of the church, but I was hired, and I always do the job I'm hired for. I mean, that's fair. That's that's. No, that's what it's mercenary not. work is. It's not fair. It's it's wrong, and I know that now. But I paid a heavy price, and many others did too for my folly. That's why I now fight to try and help others, and not just simply for money. That's very but honorable. But anyway, I was in battle, I fought, and was bitten by a werewolf myself. It was a massacre, but I hid amongst the bodies of my fellow fallen brethren, and when I came to, I succumbed to the bloodlust. 
And finally, a few days after that, I awoke in the small village of shifters, and, well, they helped me kind of learn how to control it, and in that way I learned more <coughs> about how to be a better me. Anyway, all that is to say I have been like this for a long time, and while it certainly is seen as a burden for many, I think it's the greatest gift I was ever given. Yeah. I could see that. And with that, uh, right as that happens, uh, Benji comes bursting through the door. This Benji is his griffin. Um, and like proudly kind of like putting his head up and kind of doing like oh. this kind of thing. Did he catch something? And, and yeah. And then he does that bird thing where he oh, and drops like a, a, a whole deer like right oh. in front of you. Yep. Oh, oh, Benji. Oh, I, I, I like try to smile <laughs> but I'm like clearly disgusted <laughs> he he knows that you're going to be hungry and I guess that's his way of helping good, good boy <laughs> just kind of <laughs> I politely drink my tea <laughs> uh, so you guys you know you, you hang out for another little while and mm -hmm. um, after some time you know the light starts to kind of fade a little bit and that's when, you know, um, you're kind of sipping your tea at one point and uh, you feel just like a little tinge and you kind of like tip your glass over or your, your uh, mug over just a little bit mm -hmm. and some tea spills out. And uh, when that happens, Ravo like jumps up, you know, like, like really tense mm -hmm. and is like watching you like really hardcore. Look, and I, I'm sorry. I, that felt weird. It felt like, like a nerve spasm yeah yeah um, i think that we should maybe prepare and that's when he grabs the chains and oh. starts getting them hooked up to the wall and essentially is like holding them open for you to put them on i i'm like hesitant but then i i do it i i fully leave this choice up to you because it's it's not an easy route I, I don't want to. I don't want to hurt anybody. Then this is the only way. So you, do you put them on? Mm-hmm. Okay. At so this now, point, Christina yeah. is like shaking, like she's scared. Yeah. 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 You're. You're. Yeah. It now became real. You were yeah. having fun for a little bit, and now it's real. Yeah. And from there, we're gonna go back to the rest of the crew. We'll see oh, you in a second. Okay. So. Uh, do, do, do. Oh, Sorry, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. It's exciting. Okay. <clears throat> um, so all of y'all stepped through the door. And the first thing that happens is it's, you know, it's like going plaid. Uh, you guys are like seeing like light and hyperspace lines and all that kind of stuff zooming by you. And you're uh, not quite exactly sure what's happening. It's very, you know end of 2001 Space Odyssey, all that kind of stuff. Um, but eventually you find yourself uh, falling <laughs> from an unknown height towards an ocean beneath you that shines like silver and glass. Uh, Atlas, Rager, and Brittany, yeah, m all of y'all make a quick deck save. Yes. Okay. Uh, what is that? 
Oh, that's 22. 21. Uh, I want to keep being honest. That was a four total. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, Brittany, as soon as you come through, you're just like, wings out. You've done this before. You knew what to expect. Uh, Rager, you too. Like, you come in, and it's like you, you know, kick the brakes on your Heelys or something. I don't know. You just kind of, you do that, and you, like, slow to a little stop, like, kind of, like, right above the surface. Atlas tries to flip his wings out, but, like, one of them gets kind of stuck or something, uh, even though they're, like, ethereal. Uh, he's just so kind of, like, scared by what's going on. He just kind of, like, uh, like has a little brain fart and yeah you kind of, it's one of those ones where like one of the wings catches some wind so it sends you like spiraling and then you crash kind of belly flop onto <gasps> the, oh, uh, the surface of the silver sea um okay. <laughs> you take four points of damage okay um and you let out a little <laughs> and uh marakai as well um crashes into the water i imagine oh, yeah. she's at least yeah. graceful enough to like yeah. know swan dive how, at least know how to like fall into water <laughs> uh, yeah is, is it graceful uh is it like olympic diver or is it or like, like at least flop? feet first you know <laughs> it's it's like feet first yeah yeah it's more like that um and uh, you know and then she kind of like comes back to the surface you know and she's like oh <laughs> it's not the water i'm used to um and Atlas, yes. you hear uh, a voice uh, kind of next to you, um, and it's Brawl Deer. I don't know if you remember Brawl Deer, Brawl the bear Deer. that appeared to you last time. Mm-hmm. Your kind of celestial companion. Uh, is he doggy paddling in the water with yeah, you? Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, he just, he's sort of like, like ethereally, like kind of appears next to you, and yeah, he's swimming, <clears throat> because... I don't know if y'all remember, Brawl Deer is kind of polar bear-esque in size and shape. And so swimming, he's loving it. He is loving it. So he's just like swimming in the sea, just kind of like circling back and forth. So you made it. Well, welcome to Lunia. How's it going? <sighs> and he sort of like leads you a little bit as he's kind of like backpedaling. And you could see that there is a, um, there's like an island not too far from y'all. And he's kind of heading in that direction. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, bro. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just keep following him. Can I, out of character, because mm-hmm. I've been studying for this, mm-hmm. um, is he a warden Archron? Uh, Ash, Ash is doing more studying than he <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, there, are, there are many oh. different kinds of warden. There are many different kinds of Archrons. The warden ones have a bear like form. Yeah, no, no, no. He is not, he is not an Archon. He okay. he is something else. Okay. Um, yeah. So okay. for those who don't know, archons are like that's the name basically given to like angels and like the different levels of angels. Um, mm-hmm. Since you're in Celestia, mm-hmm. yep. Lunia, by the way. Oh, so I uh, this is some information that I'm just gonna kind of info dump for some people because a lot of y'all know this, or I've, I've or your characters would know this. Um, that Lunia is the first um, level of the seven planes of Celestia. Um, so you are in Celestia. You're in Lunia, which is in Celestia. Just want to mm-hmm. make sure that that's clear. Okay, let me give you guys a little description of what you're looking at around you, give you a little mm-hmm. bit of area, and we'll, we'll move forward. So um, Lunia has uh, a very dark, twilight-esque like, tone to it. 
right? Um, think like purple-hued skies, but it is dotted with more stars than you've ever seen. And they cast such a bright light that essentially is like you're in full moonlight constantly, even brighter than that. Like you can see very well, but it still has that kind of darkness to the sky and the darkness overall of the field. The, um, the Silver Sea, it is silvery in reflection, but otherwise wine dark, super dark looking. Wait, wait. Yeah. Wine dark? Wine dark, <laughs> yes. Don't drink the ocean. It's holy water. Brittany. And it's it's also sweet like wine. Um, is so, it? Are you just lying is. to us? No, it is. 100%. <laughs> it's in the, it's in, the, go look it up. <laughs> I thought you were just joking. No, no it is. <laughs> now you know why uh, Brittany drinks wine all the time. Yeah, it reminds Celestia. her of the ocean. Yeah, it oh. reminds her of home. Do you um, actually just mm-hmm. drink ocean water? <laughs> <laughs> no wonder why you're so salty. Could, could if you want. Rude. Um, so, um, along the beach, there's kind of, um, black pebble sand. Um, you see a huge mountain and this mountain, you know, pierces the sky. Like you cannot see the top of that mountain. It's a little off in the distance and there's several islands kind of dotted around along them. You're in one of like the islands a little bit um, further away from it, uh, but you can definitely see it. Um, and, um, along the islands, you can see, uh, little dotted buildings. They're all kind of pure white. Uh, they look very um, Egyptian-inspired, I would say. It's like obelisks, pyramids, simple shapes that are iterated on throughout, um, but that are very like grand in their kind of um, presentation, little ornamentations and stuff here and there, but mostly simple shapes as the root. Um, you also see little kind of lights floating all around, moving around as if with purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're casting light off of them. And if they pass by you here and there, as they do, because they're zooming along all over the place, um, you feel like a little warmth and like a little like joy and happiness. Like it kind of lifts your spirits a little bit. Uh, and then I guess lastly, I'll say that within this, the, the Silver Sea, there are fish and dolphins and all kinds of things that are constantly swimming around, darting. Um, it's very lively, but they all have a celestial tone hue to them, right? They seem otherworldly as they are. Um, yeah. You're basically describing like a Lisa Frank image yeah. in my mind. <laughs> Less neon, like it's more... Some, like like yeah. that, that, but just purple. <laughs> yeah. Actually... <laughs> That's great. I love it. Uh, love it. I love it too. Um, okay, so um, Brawl Deer, you know, leads you sort of to the shore, kind of crawls up on it, and kind of yes, just like that, <laughs> kind of like shakes his fur uh, and uh, kind of sits down and waits for you. So, what's the plan? The plan is we go to Mercuria. Uh, we're going to Mercuria? Why Why are we going there? Why do you know about Mercuria? This is... Why do you? This is... I was raised in the Church of the Silver Flame. This is the holy place that all of us were supposed to go when we die. This place what? is awful. <laughs> wow. This is Ash's literal hail. When you say that, yeah, like, Brawl Deer laughs, like, whoa, 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 you keep that. That is, that is some good, good sass. Whoa. My you home is not remind me of your great, great, great grandfather. Your home is what? My home is not a hell. 
Wait, this is your home? Maybe. Wait, no, <laughs> no. Moving on. We have to go to Bacuria. Uh, yeah, that's not something you could just uh, yes, it gloss is. over there. He said my home is out of hell. Either home back on Eberron reminds you of this place so much that you recalled your home, or you're saying you're from here. Are you from here? No. <laughs> Wait. It's all clicking for me all of a sudden. The wings, the books in the library. You are from here. Listen, we don't have to go into this. All you need to know is we need to get to Mercuria. Wait a minute. Wait, I'm not going any further. Farther? I can, I always get those two confused. Um, I'm not going any farther until you give me further details about what's happening here. Because for all I know, I mean, you've been lying to us for a long time about your history, or at least lying through omission. So, I mean, just as bad. How do we know you're not setting us up? Like, you're in cahoots with the baddies, and, you know, you're going to be walking us into a trap or something. Because you're awfully uh, dodgy with the details here. Well, it's because it's none of your business, Rhaegar. Uh, what I, think I it, have, it has what become I have my to business. do has nothing to do with you. I'm not and asking if- what you have to do. I'm just asking, are you from here? And why have you been lying to us if you are from here? You can you can keep your your like secrets about what you have to do here. I just want to know why have you been lying to us? I mean, we we would have accepted you. It would have been weird, sure. It is not <laughs> such an easy thing just to come out and say it. Yes, I am from here. I get there. you. Look, we, we, we've all got secrets, but yeah. it's like the cat's out the bag. Like, we get it. You're from here. You don't have to lie to us anymore. I'm just asking for a little bit of honesty I'm here. I'm not lying. I'm protecting you. The more you know, the more you're in danger. And you don't want to die, and I don't want you to die. Listen, Brittany, respectfully, I don't know how much more danger we could possibly be in. So... Oh, yeah, you're in way more danger, <laughs> by the way. I just thought I should let you know. Like, I, I just want to say, I've... I've been watching you for like a long time, Atlas, and um, you have a tendency, I love it by the way, to um, smash things, and uh, here you're going to encounter creatures of unimaginable power, Um, so like, you know, don't make an angel mad, he might unmake you. That's not shocking at all, they're all dicks. Yeah, Um, so just, you know, be careful with the whole, we're gonna run in there and fight stuff, because um... You you will probably get erased from existence. Whoa, <sighs> bunch of bunch of lawful goods around here, huh? Um, yeah, they don't like people breaking in. <laughs> Man, it's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> Love it. So, okay, we're in Lunia right now. We're supposed to be finding uh, the the guys that have breaking all these pearls. Brittany, you want us to go to Mercuria? Why will that point us towards? These people that are destroying the pearls. Because Bregan is one of the seven. One of you this... know where Bregan is? I know exactly where he is. Well, all right. I mean, like, lead the way, right? All right, it's let's go be to Mercuria. An F and climb. And you know exactly where he is because I've been scrying on him for weeks. Oh, wait. I love, I love using it like that. I've been scrying <laughs> on him. 
Like I've been spying on. It's perfect. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, I mean, seems like an invasion of privacy, but okay. Who is Bregan? Uh, the most evil person alive. Ooh, I mean, we know a decent amount of those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is he human? Let's just say I won't rest until he's dead. Okay, that's, can we say some more though? No? Okay. Um, so Mercuria. Marakai, yeah, kind of like interrupts. She's like, I mean, we can we can talk about this and head that way because I think yeah, I think getting anywhere, getting anywhere in Celestia, we have to kind of like I think climb that mountain. We have to climb so much. We don't have to climb. We just fly. That's true. We oh. all wait. I mean, one of us doesn't know how to fly. Yeah, and wow. uh, Braldir kind of goes, <laughs> yeah, and um, your wings might not work the same when you're trying to climb the mountain. There's sort of yeah. laws here and rules that are different than elsewhere. Um, you can think of this place as like the most lawful good uh, that mm. any place could ever be. Um, and as a result, they're kind of sticklers. So, so um, yeah. your, wings just, your wings just might stop working if you try what to use like them outside a, of the rules. A cannon to launch us. No, any of those? It's, get, you're getting creative. They don't like creative here. Oh. No, it's meant to be a literal pilgrimage and by that they mean uh, this sounds like the worst it is we're in the <laughs> worst place Rhaegar you're not in the worst place this place is absolutely beautiful have huh. you have you seen the whales in the sea they glare it's great it's and, pretty and yeah, often it is, yeah I mean it's they're gorgeous it is really like one of the most beautiful places ever it's fantastic and like all these orbs of like guess what Lantern Archons. This is what happens when a person that has been good and lawful dies. And you know what? These lanterns are above them. Seven other rungs of people. They're lording over these people as if they're kings and gods and whatnot, as if they're better than. Look, let's they're just awful. get this over I mean, that's actually with. true. Because yep. this, 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 look, I built my entire life off of not being lawful. And uh, this place is kind of the worst, all right? Um, I can't do any of the things I like here. So uh, let's just get it over with. Up the mountain. Let's go. All right. So y'all head down the beach. You're, you know, going further and further towards the mountain. Um, Every now and then there's like a little, you know, spit of water that you have to cross. but It's never that much. Um, As you're doing this, you notice all the lantern archons seem to be heading the same direction. Um, But not necessarily the same direction y'all are going. They're all heading towards a little... uh, a palace um, that is sort of near the base of the mountain, uh, a little bit around the other side. Um, But clearly, you can see something is going on that way. Uh, And Brittany, Mm -hmm. as you're getting closer, you're starting to see little pieces and details that are reminding you of the last time that you spied on Bregan. Okay. And... Is there anything else anyone wants to do before we move on to a little break and then move on to Jazzy? Yeah. So as as we're all climbing, like Brittany is going over, you know, the last conversation with Rhaegar and Atlas, and it's she's really thinking about it. It's really difficult, but before like they get to the top, she turns to them and she's like, she pulls, she like. Fishes in her pocket and pulls out a letter. 
And she gives it to Rhaegar. If I die, that that letter that you're holding will magically open. It's sealed with blood, so it won't open until I die. But I need you to have that. I need you to open it and read it if I if I perish during this next battle. Oh, oh wh- wh- why are you giving it to me? Because I'm entrusting it to you. You and oh. Atlas and Marakar are the ones that have to have to read it if if things that go bad. Here, this is very difficult for me to talk about. Reagan murdered my family, murdered Christina's <gasps> family, and I am going to do whatever it takes to get my vengeance. I don't care. I don't care if I die. I don't care what happens, but I'm getting my vengeance. I am killing that man. And if that involves my death, so be it. It's worth it. Let's focus on a plan that doesn't involve your death, though, huh? That'll, that'll be plan A. Maybe. It doesn't matter yeah. to me. P- pl- plan B is you you die. Plan A is we all pitch in and kill him together. You can have the final blow. Take his head. Make a trophy out of it. Fun times. I don't want a trophy of his head. I'm going to throw it at Take the his head. Kick it into the shimmering sea. Let one of the glitter whales eat it. <laughs> that sounds better to me. <laughs> the glitter whales. <laughs> Love it. Okay. But this is something I have to do. Can we help? If you want. I don't... We need... want to. Look it. We're a squad of sorts. We've come he's so far together. Family? And he's one of the seven. So, like, we're down to, like, stop him. Yeah. And then after yeah. that, six more to go. And look at the fight's getting pretty even at this point, all right? Because there's uh, four of us. Got to find Christina. Get Robo and, in there. We got giant bear guy here now, too. Yeah. I think that's, that, that's seven, right? Like, that's, that rounds it out. All right? Yeah. Fair fight one, now. One for one. Well, gosh. So, Thank how about you go you. and not die, and we just get revenge and have a good time? But I'll hang on to this letter for, like, you know, 250 years from now when you croak of old age. <laughs> no, no, I'm getting that letter back if I live, Rhaegar. Ah, you can't. Yari entrusted. That's not how this goes. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. After the vengeance. Uh, after the vengeance. <laughs> Brittany, oh, like, Brittany like looks down for a moment and then looks back up at them and is like the most genuine you've ever seen her. She's like, thank you so much. I wasn't I give Brittany that. a genuine hug. And I give both of them a <laughs> pretty genuine hug. <laughs> Marakai sort of puts her hand on one of your backs. <laughs> pat, pat. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Hero Squad podcast. We are now just one episode away from the finale of season three. So be sure to tune in next week because some some really, really dramatic stuff happens and you're not going to want to miss it. Normally, this is where I would tell you to tune in uh, to the next live stream as well. 
but we've already done it. We've reached the finale. Uh, we're going to be taking sort of a break in between season three and season four. Um, we are going to be trying to do some some one-offs, um, so some one-off roleplay campaigns. Um, so if you guys would like to give us suggestions, tweet at us, at Stumped Games. Um, or if you're a patron, be sure to message us at, uh, at patreon.com slash stumped. Speaking of Patreon, I want to give a big thank you to our patrons that help support Hero Squad and our patron producers, Evan Michael Kara and Peppermint Takeo. Supporting us on Patreon helps support this D&D content as well as other unique content that we uh, provide to our patrons a week early. So if you're interested in that, check that out over at patreon.com slash stunt. Anyway, y'all, very, very exciting stuff happening in Hero Squad. I hope you guys are really having a good time listening to it and be, 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 be super sure to tune in next week because, like I said, big stuff is happening. With that, tune in next week to find out what happens on Hero Squad.